0: Hey, Dutch Sheets here, and I'm so excited to be coming to you today to share with you what God's been doing. It's another piece of it. I'm in the most prophetic swirl of my life. And I know some people may be a little uneasy with the prophetic, but hey, Jesus is the head of the church and a part of his anointing is the prophetic. He's our apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, King, our pastor, teacher and the and he is king too by the way and his anointings flow through us and i believe strongly in the prophetic and in this season god has been just going overboard to help us here sending lots of dreams people getting lots of words much revelation from scripture from events and he's helping us with that to pray and intercede decree and uh, get breakthrough over our nation and over this election that the enemy's trying to steal, but we're not going to allow that to happen. And I just want to give you a report about the amazing national prayer meeting, which became an international prayer meeting this past Monday night. And that would be the 16th in Countersport, Pennsylvania. No, I hadn't heard of it either, this small town, until the Lord started sending me there as a result of some of these dreams. And those of you that have been following me, you know, you know uh, uh, the story somewhat. Uh, But this is a small town there in uh, Potter County, Pennsylvania, that is very significant, significant in the spirit uh, because of well several things I'll get to in a few minutes. but. I just want to say you know my faith was and my request to the lord was lord give us tens of thousands of people that will join us uh through media through online uh not necessarily maybe not all of them live but before everyone is finished watching this and agreeing in prayer with us give us tens of that thousand i thought lord if, you, if we could just get forty, fifty thousand people to agree in prayer from there, because of what you're saying, it would just be amazing. And as it turns out, we're up close to four hundred thousand now in just a couple of days. Three eighty-five, three hundred eighty-five thousand was the last count that I heard, and that doesn't include the, the multiplying of people and a lot of churches, for example, set watched it together in groups, people in homes. several watch it together, husband and wife, maybe sitting or a couple of friends watching it together. We only can count one of those, uh, shows up as a view. So, uh, it's more than that, you know, maybe a half a million people have watched this. Maybe it'll go above that. And, and I'm just, uh, I'm just telling you that not to boast in any way I had nothing to do with it. This whole thing that came about in four days, but one, one announcement blast out about this a couple of days before, and then God and God's people did the rest. Uh, it's not about us. But I'm just saying that's how, number one, that's how much weight was on this. People could sense this is important. That's how much people are feeling the need to pray. That's how engaged much of the church is in this battle and those of you that think and there aren't many of us be encouraged there are probably a lot more than you think that are engaged in this battle right now this prayer battle the others battling in the courts and law and government but our part is the prayer assignment and there are many and there are many countries that jumped on and helped us and, and, and said we're praying with you for america incredible very humbling and i want to say thank you to the church there counter sport gospel tabernacle I had never really met the the pastor or anyone there before i arrived i'd spoken with him once or twice on the phone but he just contacted me through a friend what's going on with all these dreams and one thing led to another and they said we've been praying into uh, what god's been saying about this region for 60 70 years and and we believe this is a part of the fulfillment of that and i said Could we use your place to do a national prayer meeting? And they said, of course, yes. And it was just they're amazing people, uh, served us incredibly uh, with the worship and the facilities, no charge. Just how can we serve? How can we serve? How can we serve? Amazing what God is is doing. Let me just jump quickly in and say why I believe God has highlighted this region. Because months ago, he started giving dreams to prophets about the headwaters of the Allegheny. Uh, three dreams, then it became a fourth dream, and then became a fifth dream. And, and the first one was just President Trump riding up in a boat, open boat at the Allegheny River. And he contacted intercessors and said, please pray for me. And these carp, these fish were jumping up out of the water, trying to take him out on the way up in the dream. And but intercessors were lined up along the banks, praying for him. And each time one of these would try to hit him it would be shoved back down through the prayers of the church and bottom line is he made it to the headwaters of the allegheny and what's important the region yes but when he arrived what he did this is why he was going this is so important so significant when he arrived there he began to declare and decree that america will finish well and purpose her purpose her godly purpose that for which god raised up this nation will be accomplished so that's a, a part of the symbolism of the headwaters where things began he was going back to the beginning and what the lord's been showing me you know why is this region so important i've been saying or well, why 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 this little region why and it just showed me that uh, it, it's not that point where the headwaters are that's that's a that's an important picture god often will take a location geography and paint a picture with it like calvary the name comes from Golgotha comes from the place of the skull because on the side of the mountain there it looks like a skull and and god there's where death would die and life would come and so he painted a picture literally of the place where it's going to happen geographically through the topography. You know, and there are places in scripture, Bethel. I mean, it's not that, you you wouldn't go to Bethel and, and look at it and say, this place is all that significant, and yet it is because of what God did there and what it symbolizes. So that's kind of the case here in this region. And what it symbolizes is just, well, for one thing, it's called God's country, not to mention the Potter, it's Potter County. But, you know, right there in that region, there, there's one particular hill called uh, Triple Divide where the headwaters of three different rivers flow out to different parts of the nation. If you branch out a little bit more in the region, there are four. So it's called God's country because it's beautiful for one thing. But uh, secondly, like Eden, these four rivers flow out from there to the nation. And that's a picture. That small area is a picture of the larger region, Pennsylvania, which really are, is the headwaters of the nation, because there's where that's where we were born. So this small area pic- pictures uh, Eden and what God did in the beginning. Life is flowing out of the garden. Here's Pennsylvania that becomes the seed of a nation. Life, our life, our nation born, birthed there our headwaters, it literally did. William Penn prayed, God, let this region become the seed of a nation, and God answered his prayers. And that's exactly what happened. Philadelphia, the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, all flowed out of there. So so picture the small area that gives us a picture, literally, of what's happening from that region, and that place where we were born, which flows to the nation, which flows to the nations. None of this is about just America. It's about God wants to use America to do for the nations. So this was, <clears throat> this is all very symbolic and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful picture. And what God is saying, and another way to say it would be there at that place in Pennsylvania is where uh, we were born. And so God is bringing us full circle. The reset, one of the words I've been throwing around because I've heard it prophetically, the reset of the nation is being decreed. And it happened big time Monday night. Decreed, released. The reset is being decreed, released from the place where we were set in the first place or born where he started. So the restart. Is taking place where things start. And he's showing us this, this by saying, let, let me show you, go, go back to the headwaters. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, it's it's a literal headwaters, but it, it's the symbolic headwaters. It's the birthplace of the nation and life flowed from there. And I want to show you that I'm, I'm getting ready to do that again. So he goes out of his way through all these dreams to focus on this place. And you know, my first trip there was pl- was planned the day I went. I had these dreams, the first set of dreams came and Cece and I talked and I talked to a few friends and we said, I better go. And I just took off and I was driving to the airport while she was trying to find me a place to stay and finalize things for me. And then this next trip planned this whole conference, this whole, not a conference, but prayer meeting. It ends up with a half a million people or more participating. Three or four days is is all we had. That's how that's how. That's that's how much God is in there. It's incredible. Let me uh, read you a couple words. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to just uh, do this quickly. Uh, there were some words sent to me and to different people, prophetic words, the day of this this gathering, which was the Lord speaking to us saying, this is, this is what's going to happen uh, when you're there. And um, the first one, if I can get, my, get it on my phone quickly. This was a, a great uh, short word that was sent to me that afternoon. A friend of mine, Barbara Yoder uh, in um, Detroit area, in Michigan area, uh, had a friend with her. St- she, the friend staying with her and they were spending a lot of time praying and, and the friend was actually staying there so they could spend a lot of time praying, but it said uh, she awakened four times last night and, and this morning. And every time she saw warrior angel armies gathered and prepared to be released to their assignment tonight, that was of course, Monday afternoon before the gathering again, awakened four times every time she saw the warrior angel armies gathered and prepared to be released to their assignment tonight that she said they are with you all dutch they are with you all in pennsylvania and then my brother tim sheets who is somewhat of an expert on angels he's written the best book i know of on angels you can go to his web google tim sheets angel armies you'll find it and uh, he he drove there to, to help us we had 30 leaders from around the country that drove or flew in to help us do this meeting with three days' notice. Incredible. And a thousand people showed up from all over that region. But driving there, Tim received this word. He texted it to me on his drive and said, This is what God I just received from the Lord. We had him decree it in the service that night and pray into it. And it's this the Lord Saba Oath says, The Lord of hosts, Lord of angel armies says, I have commissioned Michael, the Archangel Michael to release sufficient war angels from his army. Now, he knew nothing about this word <clears throat> the Southern intercessor had heard. They knew nothing about what either was hearing. I have commissioned Michael to release sufficient war angels from his army to assist my ecclesia in countersport this day. Turn the key in the keystone state. It's amazing, isn't it? Un- and unlock America. Turn the key... In the Keystone State and unlock America. Activate my war my war angels against the strongholds of hell's corruption and declare their exposure and their destruction. I am releasing the battering rams of heaven, swung by mighty warriors carrying the, the anointing of the king. Agree. With heaven's plan and decree, the battering rams activate tonight. Release heaven's warriors to batter and shatter hell's fortifications with you. The king's ecclesia will prevail. Turn the key in the keystone state. Amazing. And then the next morning, this was sent to us from our friend Jane Hammond uh, uh, in Florida, who said, I received this from one of my intercessors here in Florida, who says last night I participated in the prayer meeting Dutch Heldon, Pennsylvania. Later in the meeting, Tim Sheets prayed to release the angel armies. When he started the prayer, none of these people collaborated. When he started the prayer, Lord Sabaoth, I saw a vision of America. The perspective was like I was standing on a very tall building looking over a large city, but I could see cities for miles in any direction. I looked, uh, it, it was dusk. There were colors of maroon, orange, yellow in the sky, but she says, however, there was a dark, smoky, ominous appearing cloud that hung over everything. When Tim sheets commanded the release of the angel armies, I saw swarms of angels pierce that cloud. The swarms were massive, like someone had disturbed a bat cave. It was, and they swarmed in through the cloud in multiple rows, bending, turning making shapes in the sky to go to the areas of America where they were needed. It was so massive and overwhelming to watch that I had to sit back and I felt like I I could hardly breathe. Some flew close enough that I could see them. Their face showed such determination. They were large male figures. I didn't see wings. They just were able to go. I've always known we have angel armies, and I've thought about them, she says, in groups maybe of a hundred or more. But what I saw pour in through those clouds last night were millions and millions and millions. We had angels here at work already, and I assume by here she means in that region that she said, I know they were here already in this region, but she said, Last night, something changed. Something absolutely shifted. And then she says, if I were the enemy and saw that coming, I would leave. She said, I wanted to leave. And I'm on the right side of things. It was absolutely jaw-dropping, breathtaking, massive. I will never think of angel armies or angels The same way, again, I just wish I had a photo to share. Words do not do it justice. Amazing. Just amazing. Well, how encouraging. And that's what happened. These these words were fulfilled that we were given the key to release from the Keystone State. We decreed the breakthrough over our nation from the headwaters, from the place where it all started. Where god birthed this nation and it was it was it was glorious the prayers were powerful this was just a three-hour prayer meeting it, worship then i shared and then another hour and a half prayer three-hour meeting it, it, no one left it was just it, it was incredible i hope you can i hope you can go uh to our website and 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 our youtube channel and and watch it if, if you haven't you you should it's it was amazing and just to summarize that, two or three more dreams before I end this. You know, my friend Clay Nash had a dream the morning of this Monday morning. I'd kind of been saying, Lord, give a, it'd be great. If someone had another really significant dream before the time tonight. And sure enough, the Lord gave him one. And in this dream, we were right there at the Allegheny uh, fly fishing for trout. And it's like the Lord took all the things that have been significant that he's done and showed us over the last several years that had prophetic significance for the nation and he wrapped them up in one dream and i don't have time to break this down but but some of you will will understand all of it some of you will understand other parts of it uh, but you'll all get the bottom line and so we, we we each caught a trout there were other people in the banks just watching and they were actually praying but he and i were fishing And they were saying, you need to stop fishing and pray with us. And I said to Clay, keep fishing. God's about to do something. And so we both caught a trout at the same time, this dreaming. And and they were rainbow trout. But the rain, but wasn't the the light sort of subtle color. They were bright rainbows, just vivid on the side of the trout, which is a sign of covenant and promise in Scripture. And God was... He was speaking. And that's what he's been doing, by the way. He's been renewing us back to covenant with him and back to the promise. The promise is he made us, we made him. And so there was the rainbow vivid. And I said to him, we said to each other, you need to come and see this. And the others said, well, you need to come and see mine. And then in the mouth of each trout was a mercy coin. And that's from three different supernatural things that happened in 2016 where god just showed us through an angel that came when i was praying and said the word mercy six times as i was praying for america god said i'm going to give you mercy just repeated six times and then walked off disappeared then another dream where i kept saying in the dream i have tapped into a root of mercy and then a third uh, vision where it was raining gold coin or silver coins going uh, uh, that had to do with America. They were they were replicas of our coins with different pictures and eagles and presidents on them. But at the top of each coin in this vision was the word mercy. So three supernatural things in 2016 that God showed us. I'm going to give you mercy in this nation. And the person that had this vision was so impacted by it that they actually had these uh, beautiful silver coins made. They're called mercy coins. You can Google mercy coins. You can find them. An ounce of silver, beautiful. And across the top, it says mercy. And so we each found mercy coins in, in the mouth of that fish. Now, put it together. The rainbow symbolizes covenant. And then the mercy coin, of course, God's mercy. And what's he saying? That he's going he's to give us mercy He's renewing covenant. He says in scripture, he keeps covenant and mercy to a thousand generations. And even when we are unfaithful, he's faithful and he restores. When he can, he restores. He's always he always wants to restore, delights in mercy. So very significant. And then on the side of the fish it said reset. And on the other side it said, America shall be saved. And then some people came floating early. Leaders of the nation came floating down the the river, holding the appeal to heaven flag. It was a glorious, glorious dream, which said to us, it was just God's way of saying, I'm going to do all of these things. Everything I've told you I'm going to do, I'm going to do. And by the way, on the bottom of that appeal to heaven flag, it was on the boat floated down the river. It said no surrender. And so... The Lord was just saying again, "I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to do everything I promised you. You're here to decree that. Believe me for it. Don't give up. Don't surrender. This is going to happen." Now, let me just summarize two more dreams very quickly, which picture uh, all of this once again. That are very encouraging to me. The uh, first one actually was one of the three dreams that God used. To get me to travel to the headwaters there the first time, and pray on election day, and that was a dream by our friend Gina Golston, and uh, she she dreamed that I was three dreams that I was at Clayhead two Gina one that I was at the headwaters of the Allegheny, praying, decreeing, doing prophetic acts. So in her dream. <clears throat> excuse me i was there and i was on one hill and on another hill was thomas paine he was one of the leaders of the of the early d- days of our nation's founding in the revolutionary war era he was one of the he was a writer he wrote common sense he wrote other pamphlets but the, the important thing to know is that his writings were probably the most influential writings of his day to motivate the colonists to declare their independence. And he, it was very, his writings were inspirational to them. One of his pamphlets was so inspirational that general Washington, George Washington actually had it read to his troops on the battlefield to encourage them. And when, and when he, he was in the, appeared in the stream, I, uh, I felt like the Lord was saying, keep the troops encouraged. Don't give up. You got to tell people don't give up and, and you need to write blogs or do video, whatever you one, Part of your assignment is to keep the troops encouraged because in this dream, Thomas Paine threw me a football. In other words, he handed something off to me and I re, and I felt like if, if a part of it was feed the army, gather what I'm saying and encourage them with it. Uh, these dreams, the insights I give you that others receive and pass on to you, keep, Keep the troops encouraged. Read it to them on the battlefield. But he threw me a football. And he's, he's over on this hill by the headwaters of the Allegheny. I'm on another hill, which I really didn't fully understand until we had our prayer gathering there. I'll get to that in just a minute. But I was on another hill, and I caught it running up the hill. And I feel that was significant, that we did catch it. We, we got it. And from there I looked and I saw a river flowing down below me. And I knew in this dream, I'm supposed to take this football and put it in that river. Now the football had the word triumph on it. God was saying, you're going to win. If you persevere, if you don't give up, you're going to win. Triumph, in silver letters, triumph. And I knew I was to take it and put it in this river. And in the dream, It would flow from that stream there all the way to Washington, D.C. And something in the football, on the football, I didn't know what it was. God didn't show us in that dream what it was. Had triumph written on it, but there was something also inside or on it floating. And we didn't know what it was, but I knew that that would be released. What it was carrying would be released when it arrived in Washington, D.C., and I had asked the Lord numerous times, "Lord, what was it? What was it? What was it? What was it?" And just didn't know. And then the Lord gave her a dream. Now, this is this that first dream had been in July. Uh, I didn't go to the first time into November, but God started dealing with us about the possibility of it, and finally showed us. Before, right before election that we had to go but her dream was in July and so f- four days before the Monday night prayer gathering, this is probably the day we started planning it uh, she had another dream and this dream was in DC, set in DC but she said I think this is said Gina Golston, she says, I think this is related to the Thomas Paine dream and I, I think God is showing us what floated to DC. And, and I, and I believe that I'm going to relate that to you in just a second, but it also not only is it showing us what, what was in the football or on it, it was showing us that this was going to happen. The fulfillment, the arrival of that triumph and what was in and with the football was going to arrive. Monday night because of what we did Monday night. God was sending something from that region to Washington, D.C., that Monday night. And I'll show you in just a moment in the dream why we why I know that. But in this dream, this she's she's at the Lincoln Memorial and then and the 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 Potomac, the river that's nearby, uh, she's, she's over there. She sees something floating in the river. It hits a rock so hard that it sort of flies up in the air and breaks and something flies out of it. And in the dream lands on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Then in the dream, she's there and she looks down to see what is this? And it's a, an old key. And the key has written on it, triumph, what was on football. And she says, of course, it was a key. The football was carrying. It was, it's the, it was the key from the keystone state, the key of Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two, Matthew 16, the ancient key that symbolizes authority to bind and loose, to open doors, to close doors. And he was saying, just as I just told you at the beginning, the headwater, where God, God said, I'm going to show you some things from there. You're going to decree things from there where it all began, from the keystone state. You're going to decree my original purposes that were birthed there in that place. And she says, in when she's interpreting this dream, she says, of course it was a key. It was the key of Isaiah 22, 22, Matthew 16, the key of authority from the keystone state to give us the triumph, the victory that we need. And as she's looking at it in the dream, her phone beeps that she has a message. She looks at it and the message just says, I am not late. Then the scene changes in the dream and she's at the steps of the Capitol. And she looks down and there's that key again. And it, and by the way, it lit up glory or the light of God made that cause it to begin to shine both times, both places. She looks down there. It is shining in the triumph key, the old key, the triumph key. And her phone goes off again and has another message. And this time she looks at it in an all capital letters. It says, I am not late. And she knew. And of course, when I read it, I, I, I knew also God was showing us what was happening from that headwaters region of the keystone state, symbolically the key saying there's a key coming to you, just as was prophesied that I read at the beginning and we decreed and the angels helped us do there's a key and it's the key of authority. It's Christ's authority. Matthew 16, I will give you the keys of my kingdom. And just picture Isaiah 22, 22 in Revelation, the book of Revelation quoted again. I give you the key of the house of David. You're going to open doors. Nobody can close. closed doors. No one can open. And if you've been following me for any length of time, you know, that's my life verse. That's the verse God gave me when he gave me my calling to America. Isaiah 22, 22. You're going to have authority to open doors. Nobody can close. closed doors. Nobody can open. But you have that authority, too. We all have it now through Christ. And so that's what was there. And the reason I know reason we know that it was a dream showing us not, not to mention the fact that it, it, uh, it connected the key and the football and all that but there's another reason i know that this dream given just before the gathering was showing us what was going to happen at the gathering is because the end of the dream which is there on the steps of the Capitol, and god says again i am not late and the key comes and begins to shine with the glory and the power and the light of God that's his triumph. When that happens, then it begins to snow. And she says it was a beautiful night, bright, peaceful, with this beautiful snow. And I thought to myself when I read it, what a way to end a dream. Snow? I mean, what's that all about? I didn't even hardly think about it. I just thought, okay, God wants the snow, you know, it was pretty or whatever, you know, peace. But the night after our gathering, Monday night, while we were asleep, it began to snow in Cowderysport, Pennsylvania. By the time we woke up in the morning, there was a beautiful blanket. The trees were, were covered. It was one of those incredible snows where everything just becomes outlined with snow, the trees, the, uh, the leaves, the, the wires. It's just like a winter wonderland beautiful peaceful snow and that's when i looked out and saw and i remembered her dream from a few days ago and remembered why i wondered what the snow all about and i realized this is god's sign the night of just like in the dream the night of he sent the snow to say this is this is it's now this is what i was showing you your decrees have made it to washington dc the key that was released there where it all began, that symbolizes my beginning of this nation, the headwaters flowed to DC, the key to unlock, to release, to close, to stop things that are supposed to be stopped, to open doors that need to be opened to give you triumph. And it's me saying him, and I'm saying it to you now, he said, I am not late. And I want to say to you, he's not late. It may look like we don't have time. Things have to happen quickly. I just say to you, God is not late. He is doing this. If someone had told me a month before uh, we had that prayer time, you need to gather a bunch of people and do a gathering in, Tennessee, in Pennsylvania and maybe a thousand people show up and broadcast it to the nation and nations and pray, see how many people you, get, you can get there. We take months to plan meetings like that. If you'd said to me, you need to do it. It's only four days from now, but God will help you pull this off. I'd have said, you're crazy. He is never late and he can do it quickly. And he can get that football, that floating football boat to Washington and he's going to do it. And I say to you, the door is closed to the enemies of God. there in that place. We are closing the door. To the strategies and plans of hell in Washington D.C. and around this nation, we close the door to uh, to the Capitol, to the White House, to the court. We close that door to the evil that has been working there. We 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 bind you, and we tell we tell you have to leave. And we open the door to God's people, God's assigned people, and His purposes and His triumph. And I'm going to D.C. soon. I'm there. I'm leaving shortly for a very significant assignment there. And I, but, but, but where I'm really going is because God has shown me, take what I did there. Now as a prophetic act, you go put your feet on the ground there and you declare with the key of authority I've given you uh, what, I, what I have said about this. So I'm just encouraging you. God is going out of his way to say to us, you can do this. You're going to win this, this war of independence. You're going to win this. Be encouraged. I'm giving you victory from the headwaters, from the source, from where it began. I'm giving you a reset. And now um, you're going to triumph. So father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you did. We thank you for your incredible signs, dreams, words. We thank you for the angel armies that are helping us. Lord, I thank you for a willing people. You said, my people be willing soldiers, volunteers in the day of my power. Power, Lord, there are hundreds of thousands of willing volunteers that are saying, I'll jump on this. I'll jump on this. I'm, I'm with you. And I thank you, Lord, for the, for the legal minds that are working that are working hard and fighting for uh, against the fraud and the deception in this election. And we say they're going to prevail. You're going to prevail. Uh, President Trump is going to prevail. And your purposes are going to prevail. And those that don't want us to be a Christian nation, they don't want us to be a nation under God. Uh, the, the left even took it out of the Pledge of Allegiance at their, at their convention. They, they booed him a few years ago. They don't want you to rule this nation. They want many gods to rule this nation. They want many religions to be prevalent in this nation. They want to suppress the church. They don't like Jesus ruling over them and, the, and your word. We are at Psalm 2, where the kings and leaders of the earth take counsel against you, Lord, and your, your anointed son and say, he won't rule over us. But Lord, we, we just say they will fail. And you are restoring this nation to our destiny, to why you birthed us there in Philadelphia with the ringing of a bell that had the jubilee verse from scripture on it, proclaim liberty to the ends of the, to all the peoples uh, of the land, a a verse that pictures Jesus, our jubilee that set us free and restored us is on our jubilee bell. It was announced at our birth. This is our destiny. And I say the destiny of America is being restored. We're going to be a voice of the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth and nothing is going to stop that nothing is going to to prevail against it Jesus will have his way and the and what he raised this nation up to do will be accomplished and we release that into America in the name of Jesus and we say he will prevail and his purposes will prevail and everything he he called us to do will be done in Jesus name I bless you. I thank you for tuning into this podcast. Help us spread the word. Be encouraged. Keep praying. We're going to win this. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Dutch Sheets Ministries. If you would like more information about us or if you've been impacted by this podcast and would like to sow into the ministry, please visit our website at DutchSheets.org.